Hello, welcome back to Infinite Peace, Infinite Success. Um, my name is Elkin Flores, and um, today I want to talk about uh, something that is very um, important in, in peace. And, um, and it's the result of all the things that we have talked about. Uh, it's the consequence. It's the the immediate result of all what we have uh, been seeing today in, in the late in the late the last days right during all this time it's a concept that is if you don't have all that information uh, or discussions that we have uh, before you cannot come with and say oh that that's true um but once you have all the background that we have created, then you will see, oh, that's the consequence. That's, that's, that's the only reason, the only consequence that they may have, right? And, um, and the concept for today is forgiveness, um, true forgiveness. And um, the forgiveness that we are going to talk about is not the same forgiveness that we used to think about. Um, the way that we think about forgiveness is something that the other have done something bad, something wrong, something, uh, and then even though they, he did it that way, I forgive him. But still he did it, right? So. I just forgive him, so I said, "Oh, I'm not going to be upset with you, or or, or I'm not going to do <clears throat> a punishing action against you because I'm a good person. You are the bad one. Uh, so anyway, but okay, I, I forgive you because I'm a good person, <clears throat> and I give you a second chance, right? Of course, if if you do it again next time, then." Uh, you are the bad person, and, and and maybe I'm not the good guy at that point, and then I may not forgive you, and um, so then that's that's the way it is, right? You will always be the bad one, and I will always be the, the good one, right? Um, that's the way that forgiveness um, normally works in this world, in, in this way of the, in the normal way of looking at life. And um, that reminds me one um, episode, one, one section of one movie that impacted me forever. Um, and, and that specific um, scene or part of the movie was very, very strong for me. And um, the movie is called um, The Slinders. Uh, list and, and if you have seen the movie it, it relates to um, <clears throat> people that, that the, the, the judge that youths that were moved into the um, concentration camps and um, and uh, the Nazis uh, started to kill them right and and, and use them as part of the um, of the concentration camp to, to kill the others and also to work uh, for them, right? Um, 
And well, and then of course the the list of the the listeners, Linder's list, is more like a kind of hope movie where there is someone that is even though in that bad situation and in that critical human behavior um, decided to change what was happening and start to work on that. But um, but in that movie uh, regardless of that the, the main story uh, there is one small story <clears throat> that that taught me what what I was thinking that was for forgiveness was and um, and when I saw the the movie I said oh shoot this is not what forgiveness is and this is what we normally do and the scene is this um, there is one uh, guy Nazi guy that um, he wanted to. Um, he wanted to clean his tub because it was uh, stained. And then um, he called a kid um, that was a Jew, a Jew kid, um, a Jewish kid. I'm not sure how how he said it. The Jewish, right? I just Jewish. If if someone views. Jewish, or sorry, and uh, I'm not used to the term in, in Spanish. It's different, but in English, uh, maybe it's Jewish. I, I think so. It is not Jude, but Jewish, right? Sorry, sorry about that. And um, then um, this person, uh, this this kid, came to the um, to the place, and uh, he tries to clean the stains on the tap. But as you know, sometimes taps are so badly um, stained that there is no way to remove those stains. So he did it as much as he could and, and um, he cleaned it, but there were still some stains, right? So then <clears throat> um, the Nazi came and said, oh, you didn't clean it completely. Uh, and he said, I couldn't do anymore. Then this guy looked at the kid and said, hmm. and take one finger and touch the kid in his <clears throat> shoulder and said, I forgive you. Then the kid leaves the place and uh, started walking um, towards his regular place of work and then uh, the other guy just from the balcony um, take one brown um, rifle and, and or a weapon and, uh, and shoot him down and kill the kid and then this is how I see that forgiveness is in in the regular world and that was so shocking to me that scene because for for people forgiving means let it go as if it never happened and still thinking that the thing happened and when that that situation is in mind when when that perception is in mind then at one point that will break and uh, 
and the person that says that forgive the other one will break and will kill the other one. And um, and then my question is, is that forgiveness? Is that really forgiveness? And that was happening to me when, when I was in that call. I was so choking with, with that thing, and I still have it in my mind. Um, it is kind of uh, very difficult to me to understand what happened there. <clears throat> but no, I, I can actually see the result of a specific thought that was happening in that point. Now, when, when we talk about forgiveness, we need to understand all the other things that we understood before in this, or we have been discussing in this um, podcast. And it is that nothing that is real, nothing that I see is real, nothing that I perceive is real, and um, and then nothing that anybody has done is real because nothing, nothing, nothing has been done. What I mean is that yes, although you perceive things, you judge the things based on your perception and your limited perception, and then you decide to. Um, to give a judgment, and then, based on the judgment, you decide to forgive or not to forgive. That's, that's the normal way. But when you see the things in the, in the way that we are now looking at, we see that nothing is real. Nothing is real. Everything is is it's a, it's a model that I have in my mind that I said this should be done this way or should be in this way. And it was done in another one, so I said it's bad. Um, so the judgment of good or bad isn't real. Any time that we judge, it's an unreal judge. It, it, it doesn't even happen. And um, and the only thing that is real is the love that is behind me, or the love that is behind anything, any other thing. Um, although that love may be very covered with with fear, uh, love is still there. And there is nothing that can change it. Um, if we think about quantum physics, everything is there. Even though I see something different, everything is there. Love is there. That gut is there. It's, it's the source of everything. There is no place where it's not there. So then you will see that when you forgive in that sense, in our sense now, what you realize is that there is nothing to forgive. And, um, and what I mean is that there is nothing, nothing to forgive. Um, so, let's say uh, I, I saw that someone... Um, did something that, on my estimate, was a bad thing. For example, someone um, steal something from from me or from someone else. Then I said, "Oh, that person is a bad person." Um, and then I emit my judge, my judgment, right? 
um, based on my schemas or perception, that person did something wrong. And um, and then I I said, well, that person did something wrong. I judge him and said, I won't forgive him. Or I choose to forgive him. But if I choose to forgive him, maybe I said, oh, you know what? Don't do it next time. Um, but this is the first time. And I will count. And um, I will keep counting and, uh, until I just cannot give anymore. And then I'll kill you. Or whatever. In, in this case, maybe not that bad as I kill you. But uh, I will stop talking to you. I will... Um, they announced you to the police, so they they took you out uh, in jail or, or whatever, right? <clears throat> so uh, that is not true forgiveness, and, and, and you see that in, in world, it's very common, that kind of forgiveness, right? Um, but the other way of looking at that is this person is a human being and is same as me. And I am the same as him. What's happened to him, it will happen to me. And whatever past he has, is the past that I have. He is as responsible for his actions as I am responsible for my actions. And I am responsible for his actions as he is responsible for mine. Because we are all one. There is no separation between him and me then I am responsible 100% for those actions as well, as he is responsible for that. He is just a reflection of what I see in the world. And then I see that there is something that I need to clean in myself, right, to wipe out what happened. And, uh, and then I need to forgive. Forgive because nothing have happened nothing really happened the only thing that happened is that I believe that it happened the only thing that happened is that in my subconscious things are happening that I don't have word of but they never happened really in this world never happened the only thing that exists is love the only thing that exists is peace the only thing that exists is God. The only thing that exists is me with God at one. And that's it. So, let me give you an example. Um, there is one person, um, he's still alive, and uh, he works, um, there is a book that uh, that Joe Vitale um, wrote about, well, uh, several books that he wrote with that guy, this person that I'm talking about is a, a um, psychiatrist uh, from um, Hawaii. And uh, the story goes like this. It's a real story. There was a, um, a jail, psychiatric jail in Hawaii, where... Um, People with uh, with uh, mental difficulties that were doing um, doing bad things <laughs> um, that that were criminals that they were classified as criminals that they had mental mental problems.
they were be sent to that jail. So that that jail was a very bad place because um, the the insanity, uh, the mental insanity, was was very very difficult to live in. Uh, <clears throat> everything was concentrated in that place, and um, and there were too many of them. So they were congregated in a small place, and um, they were getting even worse and worse. Um, that jail had um, a doctor, uh, a psychiatrist, that um, that to take care of those those guys, right? And um, but what happened is that no one wanted to stay in that place to work on that place. So. Whatever psychiatrist goes and and work there, you stay for a couple of months and just leave. The guys can couldn't resist that environment. People that was working in there with with the inmates, they couldn't even resist to, to work there. So they were um, moving and and changing all the time. They they couldn't resist to be there, and and that was so difficult to maintain the jail because no one wanted to be there. Um, until this guy came, and um, what this guy said, uh, came and said, he was a psychiatrist, so he came and said, okay, the first thing that I want to do is I want, I want to, um, you to give me all the files from all the people that are in, in the jail, including um, the people that work in the jail. So he got all the files. He put all the files in his um, in his office, closed out the office, and said, "Don't, don't, don't um, come, don't open the doors, don't knock, don't do anything with me for at least three weeks." And uh, until I told him, and the guy just get into his room, and. And started doing things that no one knew what was going. But what happened is that they started feeling differently. People start to feel different in that place. The doctor was there in his room, and uh, and people started behaving differently, and differently, and differently. And the inmates were behaving differently, and um, <clears throat> the. the Nurses and, uh, and and the people that was managing the jail, they were feeling better, and um, and then the process continued for several months, and uh, and these guys that were feeling bad so bad, and and these inmates that were feeling so bad, they started to to feel better and actually behave like normal person normal people and um, and started to to change and, and anybody knew what was going on and uh, at the end um, the jail um, had moved all the people that was there to the regular other jails and uh, all the inmates went to other jails like our normal people not like uh, now uh, insane people, but like uh, normal people. 
and then people that was working <clears throat> in that place were even happier to to work on there and wanted to go to work in that place and then when this guy finished his work he came out and said okay now he's done but what 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 happened so he said oh all that was is documented actually, and it actually happened. So you can actually go and, and check the specific page. There is one page where it talks about that you know, on the internet, but you can actually um, see his story and Joe Vitalis' books, and also you can like, Joe Vitalis had some books and, and some videos with him, and and say what now he's teaching what he did, and uh, what he did is something that was done um, in his um, culture. Um, and then, because he was a psychiatrist, he was a, a, a guy that was born in in the in the community, in the in the indigenous community of Hawaii. So he had also uh, the training from his uh, from his culture of how to deal with these kind of issues. And what he did is basically, uh, his method was hundred percent responsibility and what he said is what we are all one there is no difference between you and me and what happened to you happening to me and what is happening to me happened to you now if this other person did something that or is, is behaving insanely and and have insanity in his mind and have done things that according to many people is horrible or whatever they're judged right it doesn't matter what that person did I did it whatever that person did I did it and the reason why is because that person and myself we are the same there is no difference between him and me so all I have to do is to forgive. And he said, forgive and love. So he has an expression that says, I forgive you, I forgive me, I love you, I love me, right? Um, there is no dif difference between you and me. And then I forgive you and I forgive me. Of course, when... When I'm forgiving someone that is me, I'm forgiving myself too. And, um, and that's what he started to do during all the time that he was in his office. He was taking file by file, looking into what happened, and, and forgiving, and uh, asking for yeah, uh, for love in that situation. And I'm forgiving the victim, forgiving the aggressor, forgiving everything because all that was a fallacy. But I have 100% responsibility on that. It's my responsibility to forgive. It's my responsibility to forgive. So all the insanity ends. So he did that. He consistently, every single day, all day long, forgiving, forgiving himself, 
forgiving himself, forgiving the person, forgiving the victim, forgiving every, everything, forgiving the situation, forgiving the people that was working in there, forgiving everything, asking for forgiveness. And he said, uh, please forgive me. That's one of his um, expressions. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. That's all, all his work. And with that work, he changed hundreds of people that were insane, mentally insane, and changed a full jail of these people and all the workers. And, um, and that's a true story. Uh, and it's something that he teach, and I is totally in connection to the Course in Miracles, because nothing real can be threatened, and nothing unreal exists. Only thing that we see is what we create, and if we are all one, then I'm also creating it, regardless if I am aware or not. It's something in me that is creating that. And in, in this consciousness that I have today as Elkin Flores, this consciousness that I have in this moment, the one that is speaking, is not aware of the consciousness of you that are listening or any other person in the world. It's not aware of that one. But what I am, what I am, and the book describes it as the son of God. What I really am is one with God. He's everything. I am, um, I am you. You are me. I am that other person. And he or she is me. So, because we are one, even though in my current, in this, in this, in my situation as Elkin Flores, I cannot see what happened on the other side. I know that he is me, I am him. So whatever has happened to him, happened to me. Whatever he has done, I have done. And that is the result of one single thought. Separation. So please, forgive me. Because all this happened because I feel separate from God. Forgive me because all this happened because I feel separate from you, from the other, from he or she, from the victim or from the aggressor, from the judgment or from the judged or from the judgment. Please forgive me because I feel separate, but I'm not. Because nothing of that happened, nothing that happened in there is real. Because the only reality is that I am one with God in peace and with love. This is the only thing that I know. This is the only, only thing that I am. So, in true forgiveness, you realize that nothing has to be forgiven. Because nothing really happened. It's unreal. When you go to the reality, Nothing that have happened 
is real. It's just an illusion. And it's an illusion because it's based on models that are completely false. Far, far away from reality. Reality is pure love. Reality is pure and peace. Reality is pure goodness. Reality is pure everything. And I cannot say goodness in the sense of something is good, then something is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's complete. It is, there is nothing out of that. And that is the place where we are going to base our mind into. So when we forgive, we forgive because there is nothing else to forgive. And that now makes sense. All that now makes sense. And what this guy is doing, uh, treating people that is insane, what this guy is doing is just saying and taking 100% responsibility. 100, not 99. Not 80, not 50% of the responsibility. 100%. Why he is taking 100%? Because it, that other person and me the same, hundred percent, not ninety-nine percent, hundred percent, and then I take responsibility for that hundred percent, and I said, "Please forgive me," because what has happened is my responsibility, hundred percent. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I am sorry. I love you. Hmm? Those are the three words, the three phrases that go beyond what normally people do in regular forgiveness. And this is called true forgiveness. Nothing, I have nothing to forgive. But in this level of thought, Please forgive me, because I am 100% responsible on that, and I need to release that guilt that are in my mind. So, releasing the guilt is said, forgive me. And what God does, what happens is that that forgiveness is not asking forgiveness to God to me forgive me that I'm the bad guy or I'm not asking forgiveness to the other person that forgive me because I'm 100% same as you so I did that and then so forgive me or I'm not going to the victim and saying forgive me victim because I did something wrong to you no 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 um, and this is something important to clarify that forgiveness is for me, is to me, is to say, forgive me because I think, and I'm still thinking, that I am separate. I am, and I am not. That forgiveness when it says is, I'm mistaken. Please, forgive me because I am mistaken. I thought I was separate. I thought that I was not with God. I thought that all the situation 
could happen, but never happened. So forgive me because at one point I thought that was real. And now I know it's not real. So sorry, uh, that's a glimpse. But now I know it's not real. I know it never happened. I know now it's perfect peace, perfect love. And there is nothing that can change that faith and nothing that can change that love. Reality cannot be threatened. Right? Only what is not real is threatened. And that's what I was looking into. Now that I see God everywhere and everywhere, <clears throat> and I see that there is no separation between Him and me, I see that there is nothing else that is real. And I don't want to see anything else that is real. That is not real. So, I'm forgiving me myself because I thought that that was real. And I was separated from God. And I feel fear, guilt, and any other, many other of those feelings that are different from happiness and peace. Because I was looking at something that was unreal. <clears throat> but now that I know what's real, then I look, put my face and my sight and my hearing into that what is real. And that's what we are saying. And now we are with God. Back again to Him. We are with what is real. Back again to Him. Back again. In there, right? Whatever is real. All the others doesn't really matter. And that is the peace that transforms the world and go beyond any understanding. And the Bible talks about that. The peace that goes beyond any understanding. The peace that goes with the understanding is the regular peace. The peace that goes beyond the understanding is the peace of God. Because there is no judgment. Because everything is perfect. Because there is only love. There is only God. And there is only one single thing. God. Period. Spirit. Period. Whatever you know. How you want to name it, it doesn't matter. That's the only thing that exists. Uh, the rest, we have invented. It's not true. Then forgive yourself. Forgive myself. I forgive myself for thinking that there are things that are different. That's what it really is. And then I'm now focusing on what it is. Only one. Peace, love, only one. And pray for all the people that is around. For every situation that happens to you around, that happens to you, every situation that you see, when you listen to the news and say and, see, and hear something that say, "Wow, how can that happen?" Just forgive and say, "I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I take 100% responsibility of that. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. 
and I know now that that is unreal because what is real can never change and God is the only thing that is real. All the others are illusions of my separation thinking that it's possible to be separated from God when it's impossible. When I feel separate then I feel scared. When I feel separate, I feel a scarcity. The same root, fear. Fear, scare, I'm scared, I'm a scarcity. Same same root, right? It's fear. And I'm afraid, I have fear because I feel unprotected. And I feel unprotected because I feel separate from God. So then I think that because I'm separate, then if I'm separate, then there's other things that are separate that maybe are worse than me, and then and I'm, I'm in fear. Oh, oh, oh. No. You're one we got always, have always been, and will ever be. Always be. With God. Nothing to fear. So, nothing to unforgive. <clears throat> so you forgive everything and then you go and say this is unreal never happened really I love you and the only thing that is behind that is love because love, love is the only source of everything so okay so thank you very much and I hope this um, was a clarifying session and um there is maybe more to say about forgiveness, and we are going to talk about that again in a in the near future in this podcast. So thank you very much, and um, I hope you have a good day. Okay, bye bye.